Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Sound Off. I'm John Sears. Keith is off tonight, and the Cubs are imploding. I'm Heather Burnside. The Cubs' motto is, try not to suck. They should try that, and I'll do the same filling in for Keith. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off, John Sears along with Heather Burnside. You may remember her from throwback years. Right, sound off. the two minutes that I hosted the show while Andy <laughs> thought he wanted to live in Kansas City. Well, she's back and hosting tonight, <laughs> filling in for Keith. If you watch the sports there, you remember uh, Keith is in San Jose for the Olympic trials. And actually, Keith uh, caught up to with Liang Chow, and he told him that you were hosting Sound Off tonight. Here's what Liang Chow had to say. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, it's funny. It's hmm. not that funny, right? Okay, uh, I was expecting something <laughs> different, like, that's great, congratulations, but he's, man, he was uh, kind of laughing at that right there. But, Appreciate uh, it. Uh, big night tonight, uh, hot topic of the night, Cubs fans. You're a Cubs fan. They have a seven-game lead in the NL Central. It's the All-Star break, but they are no longer the best team in baseball. Cubs fans, are you worried about Chicago? Give us a call, 282-9010. Are the Cubs going to be all right in the second half of the season? It's time for, I think, I think. NBA free agency was turned upside down this week when Kevin Durant signed with Golden State. It was assumed that Durant would return to Oklahoma City. Durant was a model citizen, talked about never leaving the Thunder and wanting to bring championships to Oklahoma City. They had a chance in 2012, but lost to LeBron in the Heat. They had another chance this year, but blew a 3-1 lead to the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. That's where this signing becomes odd. Instead of hopping back on the horse and going after another title with OKC, Durant jumps ship to the team that beat him in hopes of riding the Warrior coattails to a title, to a title, which he'll likely get. Titles are great and often define athletes, but a title now for Durant just won't be the same. But that's the era we live in with the NBA, create super teams to dominate. What Durant did is exactly what LeBron did when he left for the Heat. Now, sure, the LeBron supporters will argue James had no help in his first stint in Cleveland, so his departure was justified. Whereas Durant is leaving a championship-caliber team to join, join a team that's already won a championship. That's true, but their intentions are the same. Both want titles. LeBron sought out a dream team to win titles. That's what Durant is doing. James has three 
We'll see if Durant can get one. Another free agent shocker saw LeBron's former teammate, Dwayne Wade, sign with the Bulls. Now look, I get what Chicago is doing. They're generating buzz from what would have been a buzzless team. Bring the hometown boy home. I like Wade, but this is not prime Wade. He's 34 years old and battled injuries. He can still play, but he's not leading Chicago to a championship. So Rose or Wade, who do you want? Probably Wade, maybe, I don't know. I think the Bulls can make the playoffs, but let's face it, Fred Hoiberg is gonna have his hands full. Yeah, John's been talking about NBA free agency, but let's talk about the bill of goods the Bulls sold to Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, it stinks from here to Chicago. Do Gar Foreman and John Paxton even remember why they hired Fred? His offense is built around hitting threes, and the Bulls roster can't do that, even after the draft and a free agency free-for-all. How is that even possible? So much for getting younger with big cash spent on Rajon Rondo and Dwayne Wade, who, the last time I checked, are both north of 30. And Garpax has built a three-headed monster for Hoiberg to deal with by adding those two egomaniacs to a Jimmy Butler-led roster. Fred, I am sorry about this. And good luck, because you're going to need it. <laughs> Dustin Johnson announced today he's not going to Rio because of fears over the Zika virus. He's the 13th golfer to pull out of the games, and of the top four in the world, only Jordan Spieth remains uncommitted. But let's be honest, the Zika virus, while a legitimate fear, is just one reason to fear going to Rio. Police and firefighters are greeting people at the airport with a sign that says, welcome to hell. Ooh. The crime rate's rising, the economy is on the verge of collapse, and the water is polluted, just to name a few problems. I don't blame any athlete, especially a professional golfer already on his sport's biggest stage and making millions for saying no to Rio. And we've been talking Cubs. Holy mm -hmm. June, early July swoon Cubs. As of July 1st, Vegas oddsmakers declared the NL Central over, announced they're no longer taking bets on the winner of the division because the Cubs had an 11-game lead at that point. At one time, they had a 14-game lead. The Cardinals and Pirates have since cut that lead in half. What do the Cubs need to do? I hate to say it, Don't say John, it. but trading Kyle Schwarber may need to be an option. What? Wilson Contreras is the catcher of the future, and with a bum knee, Schwarber's not going to be a catcher now. He's got American League DH written all over him. I love Kyle Schwarber. Love the Schwarboard shot heard round Chicago, but the Cubs need pitching now. Go get some, Theo, and stop playing hard to get. Yeah, the Cubs had a little bit of a swoon there before the All-Star break. Uh, they were 1-9. and nine. They won today, so they finished the final 10 games before the break 2-8. and eight. So you are a Cubs fan. I, I, yeah. are, are you nervous about this, this, this team right now? <laughs> How many years has it been? <laughs> if you think or is that, it a hard not is, is it too hard not If you think to... that this little slump is anything to get all excited <laughs> over, I mean, this is just – you're like rookie ball for a Cubs fan. I have had decades of misery and – suffering we got a lot of games so. left let's go to JT the nut on line two JT you're a Cubs fan uh, do, do Chicago fans need to be worried about this yeah, maybe I'm more nervous about losing close games than anything else right now the bullpen does need some help I don't know if you need to go so far as to trade Kyle Schwarber yet Edwards got called up and he's been money out of the bullpen he got I think he got late innings today uh, Joe man's got faith in him I mean the thing is you they've lost nine of ten and they still have the second-best record in baseball, and they still have a seven-game lead in their division. So, you know, that it 
there's a lot of things going wrong, especially defense. Zobrist and Baez just can't catch a break. I mean, come on, relax. They're still up seven games. It's going to take another couple weeks of absolute brutal baseball before the Cardinals and now the Pirates could catch up to you. So you're the second-best team in baseball despite losing 9-10. I'll take that any day. JT, thanks for the call. He makes he makes a lot of good points there. The Cubs still are a really good team. And, but the, the thing that people are worried about is they weren't expecting this swoon out of the Cubs, this, no. this fall from grace, because they, they played so great early on. And I don't know that anybody can – overstate how much they have uh, missed Dexter Fowler. Mm -hmm. he, it is Sets really the table hurt for him, yeah. not having him kind of, you know, where he goes, they go. Yeah. And Jason Hayward has been a disappointment. He's been disappointing, as has the bullpen. And lately, Lester and Arietta both have really struggled. Uh, let's, let's, how about lookalikes? Or I should say lookalikes. I, I, last time I was hosting, I think it was lookalikes. Now it's twins. Twins with a local connection. Old Spice judges. Hannah from Fort Dodge says Stu Neslick from Iowa State men's basketball looks like James Olivard as Flip from the movie Glory Ro Road. Old Spice. I like that one. The glasses certainly help with that one. Kelsey says Joshua Molina from the show Scandal oh. and our own Dave Price. Are they twins? Two for two on the twin scale. Hey guys, I could try to cheer up the Cubs fans or I could just kick them while they're down. Find out which I pick next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Andy writes, over a hundred years of angst it's going to take a lot more than a mid-season slump to panic. There it is, Heather. Yes. What you're talking about. That's what I was trying to say, only he's more succinct. Yeah, just uh, the mid-season slump. Not a big deal for <laughs> Cubs fans. The Cubs are no longer the best team in baseball. Will but you stop saying that? They're no longer the best team in baseball, but the players aren't to blame. It's what's bugging Andy. All right, everyone is wondering what's wrong with the Cubs right now. They've had a bad start to July, which follows a bad close to June. And Cubs fans are wondering, what's wrong? Well, there are a number of things wrong with the team right now, but mostly what's wrong is you, <laughs> Cubs fans. You've either forgotten or chosen to ignore the indisputable fact that baseball season is 162 games long and that even the greatest 162-game season ever posted by the 2001 Mariners featured almost 50 losses and that team went on to flop in the playoffs. You've got ears. You've heard people say that the baseball season is long. Listen, stuff happens. Good teams go into slumps. Bad teams have winning streaks. Stars go down, no names come up, stuff happens. What's wrong is you, Cub fans, you <laughs> bunch of delusional old-style swilling swinos. You've got too little faith during this slump, and you had too much during that incredibly hot start. You let yourselves entertain the thought of winning 140 games. You let yourself believe that all cylinders would continue to fire at the same time when this ain't no car. 
It's the unbelievably frustrating world of baseball when all of a sudden the strangest thing happens, like a foul ball turns into a debacle. You remember that in 2003? Or like 1985 when the fastest man in baseball somehow gets run over by a two mile an hour mechanical tarp and Vince Coleman, he's lost for the World Series. Yeah, one of these decades, I'll be over that. This may yet turn out to be the greatest season in Cubs history, but it's going to have to run the typical course of streaks and swoons and curveballs and costly errors, and anything less wouldn't be baseball, and therefore wouldn't count. And when you've waited this long, you want it to count. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Cardinals just seven games back of the Cubs. Kevin Durant is a great free agent signing, but one of the worst free agent signings in NBA history. That's next in Who's in Your Five. Like us on Facebook. Sound off nation. Missy writes about the Cubs. They always implode. Better now than at playoff time. Time to relax and regroup. Unfortunately, all the players we love are playing in all-stars, so no time off. Catch 22. Hashtag keep the faith. Cubs fans, you only have yourselves to blame for that one. According to Andy Fails. You voted him in there, though. Yeah, they, that's how they did it. That's how Who, they don't have a break. Who's in your five? Top five worst NBA free agent signings. Now, this year was ridiculous amounts of money. So these guys this year and this past years aren't even in this. These are kind of past NBA signings. Number five, Eddie Curry. The Knicks signed him for 60 mil, six years in 2005. Never amounted to a top five pick. Only played in 10 total games his final two years in New York. Number four, remember this guy? Jim McElvain from the Sonics. 33 million for seven years. He was anointed as the Shaq stopper. Averaged two points, three rebounds a game. The signing eventually forced Sean Kemp out of Seattle. Number three, way back, John Concack, the Hawks, 13 mil, six years. The money doesn't seem like a lot now, but the deal was made in 1989. Back then, Concack was making more than Jordan, Magic, and Bird. <laughs> Number two, Jerome James, the Knicks again, 30 mil for five years. He ended up playing a total of five minutes in his first season in New York. Second year, he played two games before suffering a season-ending injury. Number one, we're sticking with the Knicks, Allen Houston. 100 million for six years. Houston was a good player in his prime, but this contract to an aging, injury-plagued Houston derailed the New York Knicks franchise for years. He only played four of the six years, collected 40 million after he retired. That's a good gig right there. The Knicks are still trying to find the rails. <laughs> they're, they're still searching, hoping I'm Phil Jackson can bring them back. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Sam in Grinnell, a fan of the NBA. Sam, Kevin Durant's move to Golden State. You like that move for the Warriors? I do not like that move. I completely agree with everything you said earlier. I think it was a weak move on his part. I think he went down the city. The only other thing that I would add to it was in his defense from a biased standpoint, Looking at the city of Golden State, you know, it's a good location to be at. The business side of it, I don't know. I will give him that part of it. That's the only part. The only part. I completely disagree with the move. Do you, th do you feel like he's just trying to uh, get his name on a championship trophy any way possible? Definitely, definitely. And, and uh, you know, he's a professional athlete. He, you know, he has a business side of it, too. 
Yeah, and he, he knows that uh, with the title uh, comes that, that kind of place in NBA history as, you know, a, a championship player uh, for the what now would be Golden State Warriors. Sam, thanks for the call. Uh, all these NBA free agent signings, how ridiculous is the money that's being shelled out to these guys? Look, you're tall. I'm assuming at some point you've handled a basketball. I can't believe they didn't give you a five-year, $50 million contract. I, I'm getting ready to put a YouTube video out, uh, see if I can get any bites. You know, I'm 6'4", I'm but I got a mad hookshot post-up game down low. I hope you do. The old-school knees. I hope you, that think, happens. you think George Niang is old-school? And, uh, you know, I, I go old-school YMCA game down low. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that, <laughs> along with some dancing. Yeah, and, and Harrison Barnes, by the way, uh, the local guy, $95 million. How cool is that that the Ames native uh, is going to make $95 million? Even though he's in Dallas now, not with the Warriors. Getting back to Kevin Durant for a minute, you know, his restaurant is getting destroyed in Yelp. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be around in Oklahoma City too this much This is an longer. actual Yelp review. I was Just as I was getting ready to eat something great, it was taken away, thrown directly in the toilet because it's an easier route to the end goal. That's rough. That's a rough review on Yelp. All right, up next, Jake Arietta will pitch in the All-Star game, hopefully with clothes on. Should he start? Heather and I face off next. You can always email the show. Some people don't like doing that anymore. Email's getting out of touch. WHOTV.com, sound off at WHOTV.com. Mark it down, the Cubs will not make the World Series. Quick out of the gates, but too much hype. Pitching will be their undoing. That is from Hunter in Newton. Cubs fans, take a deep breath. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Five Cubs will start the All-Star game, thanks to the fan vote. I think it's time we eliminate the fan vote. Love the fans, but the best players need to start. Daniel Murphy would be my NL MVP at the break, and he's not even starting. Ben Zobrist is. Heather, you're a Cubs fan. Do you like the fan vote? No. I'm hoping that for the first time since 1945, home field <laughs> advantage for the World Series will matter to the Chicago Cubs. For that reason, I want the best players at every position representing the National League in the All-Star Game. I love Addison Russell, but I'd start Trevor Story at shortstop. Mm -hmm. So, John, I'm with you. If this game counts for anything meaningful and isn't just an exhibition, get rid of the fan vote. And it means something, as you mentioned, home field in the World Series. Speaking of starters, who should get the ball for the National League on the mound? There's no Clayton Kershaw. So, is it Arietta, Bumgarner, Cueto, Strasburg, Syndergaard? Give me Mad Bum. Second in the league in ERA, big name, and the manager, Terry Collins, could bat him third to guarantee him an at-bat, which would be cool. You know, a month ago, I would have said Jake Arrieta. So, because I'm not a panicking Cubs fan, <laughs> and I don't think the wheels are coming off the wagon, I'll say Jake Arrieta. He skipped his last scheduled start, so he's fresh, and maybe an inning or two as a starter in the All-Star game would do him good. We can only hope he struggled coming down the stretch into the All-Star break. Over 200 Penn State football players are petitioning the return of the Joe Paterno statue. All I can do, shake my head. Mm -hmm. Joe Pa didn't physically hurt any children, but he enabled the sicko Sandusky by not putting human decency ahead of the Penn State brand. I gotta imagine you're with me on this. John, I vehemently argued Wednesday on KXNO that the statue should stay wherever Penn State's put it. 
A child abuse counselor tweeted at me that I was helping sexual predators commit their crimes by stomping on the grave of whistleblower Joe Paterno. Whistleblower? Joe Paterno was the CEO of Penn State football and terrible crimes were committed under his watch. Recent court documents revealed witnesses testified Paterno knew Jerry Sandusky was molesting children as early as 1976. Keep the statue where it is, presumably looking the other way. Completely agree. Finally, gymnastics is the most watched event at the Olympics. We saw that tonight on TV, but not for me. Give me swimming, basketball, and track and field all ahead of gymnastics. What about you? What's your favorite Olympic event? I watched every second when Sean Johnson competed in Beijing. I did catch Gabby Douglas a few times in London. Otherwise, John, I turn on the Olympics when I want to take a nap or go to bed early. I mean, the soothing <laughs> baritone of Bob Costas, the classical music of gymnastics. Oh, lights out, man. It's better than Zequel. And you got to get up early, so. Yeah, I'm already up way past my bedtime. All right, overrated, underrated. Overrated, Gabby Douglas. Really shaky at national championships and the trials, but she made the team anyway. Underrated, Simone Biles, most dominant athlete in the world in a big sport who's not yet a household name. She will be. About ready to end this show up. What you know what we have to do? What do we have to do? Oh. <coughs> one minute, one minute. Let's keep it tight. <coughs> That's new. Uh, Tiny rush back. Yeah. Choking I, on something. I, I haven't, that didn't happen the last time I did this show. He's back. Tiny Earth awesome. is back from way in the day. Uh, we end the show as we normally do. This is dangerous. Cheezer, what's up, man? Hey, John, how you doing, bud? Good, how you doing, Cheezer? Uh, good. Uh, the Royals had a really bad first half, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they need to play a little better in the second half, don't they, if they want to make the uh, get back to the World Series. Yeah, they better. Hey, Heather, hey, Heather how you doing? Good, thanks. Yeah, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna going out Wednesday to Mickey's and Clive. I'm, I'm going to pick up some college chicks. Cheezer's going to Mickey's and Clive on Wednesday. Anybody want to join him? Head out there. Cheezer, Wednesday, and Mickey's. You going to go there? I, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Keith is back next week. We hope you are, too. A big thanks to Heather Burnside for filling in. Loved it. We leave you with the sound-off send-off. It's worth showing again. The happiest man on the planet, Liang Chow. All smiles. Have a good Monday. Good. <laughs> Ha 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 